What's going on everyone? This is week three of our CSF Rewind series during this Christmas break season. And man, most of you probably remember this teaching um, if you were there that Wednesday night. Um, So this week we are going through gentleness um, from our Fruit of the Spirit series uh, this past semester. And so this was one that is it, a lot of people seem to to really grasp onto, and I think it's I think it's good because like gentleness, it's a struggle that maybe we have where where we really you know in a instantaneous culture um, where where we really want things now that we learn humility and learn what it looks like to to be patient with with others, learn how to um, be um, be gentle and love that way and love kindly and humbly and so this week we are going through gentleness and I think it's a pretty good one to to go through as we get ready for for a new year and being around new people or maybe your old people old friends and uh friend maybe making new friends I don't know but learning to to be gentle in the way that we we love people and showing value to them and so we pray that this would be a good challenge for you this week started talking about fruit of the spirit um, and, like, whenever, so tonight is gentleness, um, am I, like, way too close to you guys? Like, hi, hello. <laughs> like, suddenly really self-conscious of, like, where I'm at in this room. <laughs> um, so, yeah, gentleness is what we're going through tonight, and whenever staff, um, like, whenever we were, like, planning for the semester, and we're, like, fruit of the spirit, yeah, that's, like, a really... Hey, Adam, before you sit down, can I have my water bottle? It's right there, thank you. Uh, so as we were, like, planning for this, um, like, we were divvying them up. Thanks, man, sorry. Thank you. Um, but as we were, like, going through these, like, breaking them up and stuff, um, I was, like, definitely not doing patience, no. Mm, ben, you can have that. Like, not for me, not going to do it. Um, faithfulness, okay, yeah. Um, like, kindness, uh, someone else can have that. <laughs> like, all these things that I thought, I'm like, I really should not be the one to teach on this, but, like, gentleness came across, and I was like, fine. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. <laughs> um, but I also chose it. Like, I had to say so in it. But this, um, like, if you, if you look at me and you don't automatically think, like, gentle, that's okay, because I don't really either. <laughs> Some of the girls are laughing. <laughs> um, but I, do, I also do think that this has been, like, a huge area of growth for me. Like, this was hard to write because I know me better than anyone else does. And, I mean, other than God, of course, right? Um, and I know my heart and things. And so there are some tough realities to, like, face with this personally. Um, so I'm going to try really hard not to project but we also know that, like, we have common struggles, right? So hopefully that can be encouraging for you guys. Um, but again, like, gentleness, like, the area that I've grown in the most, I feel, um, whenever I think of it automatically, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> whenever I think of gentleness, I think of, like, gentle parenting. I am, it, you, I, I don't know all of you guys, you might have kids. Anyone have kids? Anyone ever heard of gentle parenting before? Yes, okay, so gentle parenting really is not a new concept. It is like, it, it's really not, it's really not a new thing, but like, 
young moms and like people want to like get like get your money and so they'll be like buy our gentle parenting handbook and you'll be the best parent ever but it's really like so the four styles of parenting there's like um like neglect uh permissive authoritative and authoritarian and so it's really just like another term for authoritative are there any psych majors is that right authoritative Okay, yes, I get authoritarian and authoritative, but authoritative is really what you're looking for, and that's like, you're warm and nurturing, but you don't just like say yes to everything. It's not like, oh, my kid wants um, popsicles nonstop, I'll give it to him nonstop, because that's not good for them, right? So that's kind of what gentle parenting is, like you still have rules, you still have standards, but you don't just like immediately like, so I'm gonna use Salem, because that's my son's name, like, Salem, no, stop it, you can't have a popsicle, how dare you? Like. I can't even like pretend like calling like mean names, but like, but like technically like I want like no you can't have the popsicles, <laughs> but like I also need to be loving and gentle and nurturing, and so, like, and this has this couldn't have come at a better time because Salem it was really really difficult to be gentle with Salem right now, he's gonna be three in December, and. Me and my husband have nick the, nicknamed them the like Turbo Twos or like the Terrific Twos, but you may have been heard them referred to as the Terrible Twos, <laughs> and there's a reason for that. Like a lot of development, a lot of independence, but they still can't like reach anything, and the world's really big, but like they like can't do anything by themselves really. Well, we encourage a lot of independence, <laughs> but, um, but like so Salem in particular. Um, <laughs> Like, he has a really hard time with, like, hitting and throwing. Like, that is his, like, main form of expression. Like, <laughs> and anyone who's babysat him totally knows that. He's a really good kid, so if you ever want to babysit, like, I'll pay you. Like, don't be afraid of him. But, um, like, <laughs> yeah. And so, so what we do, rather than, like, Salem, no, and then, like, spank him or something, like, well, that isn't really modeling what I'm wanting him to do. So it's like, hey, Salem, like, I know you're really mad right now. Like, I get it. I, I know you're really upset right now, but we can't hit. Hands are not for hitting. Like, hands are for being gentle. And that's what we say. We had a cat, and I like to hit the cat. And I'm like, no, no, soft hands, gentle hands. Like, we can't hit the cat. Had, yeah, my mom's, like, deathly allergic, so we got rid of it. No, it's not Salem's fault. <laughs> no, that was a family choice. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so we, like, we worked on that for a really long time. Like, you have to be gentle, but you have to be gentle. And so that's immediately what I think of. And I've actually, like, I've seen some good things come from this. Like, Salem, I can already see it. Like, he's an introvert, man. Like, he will say, no, mom, go into timeout. And he'll put himself in timeout. Like, he, like, he just needs some space. I know, it's amazing. A two-year-old, go, like, I'm going to timeout. Or he'll say, leave me alone. And I'm like, you got it. Like, take your space. I'll be here whenever you're ready. But that's the thing. I'll be here whenever you're ready. And then we hug it out. And then things are good. And so... The big thing with this is like consistency, right? With anything, consistency is a big deal. Um, but now, like, again, like we see that good thing of like, like, you know what he'll do, he'll ball up his fist and he's just, ah! And I'm like, it's better, better than hitting me. Okay, I'll take it. And then he puts himself in timeout. And like, again, this takes time, it takes some effort. Um, for some of us, it may not come naturally. But speaking of like naturally, like I really don't want gentleness to be confused as like 
well, I'm just not gentle. Like, we are called to this, as we're going to see in Scripture later. Um, And I also think that, like, gentleness can be confused as weakness sometimes, or, um, like, we just, again, just push it off as, like, a character trait. And it's like, well, I either am or I'm not. Deal with it. (laughs) Um, But again, Scripture tells us otherwise. We'll see some examples. Um, I'm going to share some, like, other examples in my life of, like, where I've seen gentleness, where I've had to grow in that. Um, And then you guys are going to figure out what it looks like individually for you guys in your connection groups. And so before that, uh, I do want to go into some prayer. um, And then we'll just dive right into Scripture. Uh, Father God, thank you for this evening. Thank you for these people. Um, Thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit and your guidance. Um, I pray that you are heard tonight. I pray that you are what comes through. Um, Thank you for a voice. Thank you for um, willing ears and hearts and minds. And um, God, I pray this makes sense. Um, Again, thank you for your strength and and your love and, and all these good things that come from you, God. And it's in your son's name. Amen. So, in typical Hannah fashion, we're going to start with scripture. So, um, and this might, this is like jumping around a lot. Um, I encourage you to look at the context of all these things. Um, Some of these are letters to people. Some of these are like words straight from Jesus. Um, But they all have to deal with gentleness. And so, and I did the U version app again. Yay. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> I did the U version app and I did the PowerPoint. So um, the U version app, like the hamburger lines and events, Christian student fellowship, that's us. Um, <clears throat> so scripture, starting in the New Testament, uh, this is Paul talking. First uh, Corinthians 4:21 says, what do you wish? Shall I come to you with a rod or with love in a spirit of gentleness? So like, you want to beat you up over the head with this or do you want me to be gentle with my words? Like, looks like those are the two options here (laughs) for Paul. Then in Galatians 6.1, brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. So if you see something going wrong, <laughs> if you see something you disagree with, you see something that like know that you know like goes against what God says, or like if the spirit like leads you in that, like it, yeah, say something like restore him, but do it in a spirit of gentleness. First Peter three four, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. Like a gentle and quiet spirit is precious in God's eyes. And there are other instances, like if you just do like a simple like Google search, like gentleness scripture in the Bible, um, like you'll get all the stuff, but if you do that, you're also gonna notice some other things that pop up. Um, and they aren't, like, it's not always quite the same word as gentle. So we're going to do a little exercise here. Um, so Colossians 3.12, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. 
Out of those four words, no, kindness, humility, meekness, patience. So, oh, perfect, that lined up great. The last four words, that, that last line. Um, which one of those words do you think also means gentleness? Those are both right. Meekness and humility. Yeah, they're, they're a little different in this passage, but like it's purposeful that it's repeated twice. Kind of important. So yeah, meekness, humility. And then the next one, Matthew 5, 5. Jesus says, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. So which one of those words? Meek, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not earth or shall, it's, uh, it's meek. <laughs> that one easy, I should have done that one first. Um, but again, like not all of these scriptures have the word gentle in them. Like you're gonna notice words like humble or considerate or meek. And so um, if you do a word study on this, which highly recommend, this was a lot of fun for me. It, well, I wouldn't say fun, it was a good process. Uh, try replacing the word gentle with like consideration, humility, meek. And meek really just means like a quiet strength. Um, and, and just notice how the scripture feels whenever you change those words in and out. Like of course you want scripture to say scripture, but like just see what that's like. So it's not homework, but it's homework. <clears throat> and so that's what scripture says. Like there's a lot about it. Um, a lot of it is like in letters to people. Um, it's like straight from Jesus, and we're gonna hear more from Jesus later. Um, but like a, a real life story of, of gentleness that doesn't have to deal with parenting. <laughs> so um, this is like one of my like favorite funny-ish stories, and like you can have your opinions, whatever, I don't care. But like, so in college, I had a professor who was like a really good friend of mine. Like we, he started off the, <laughs> the beginning of the semester like, if anyone wants to come to my office and have some authentic Italian espresso, like just come by my office hours. I'm like, done, it's free, and it's caffeine. Yeah, I'm there. And so I'm like the only one who shows up. <laughs> and and uh, so over time, like me and Vince, like we became like good friends. Like, like we would hang out, me and Ben, my Ben would like go to dinner with him. Like we would, we would like cat sit for him. We would like, like we would hang out. Like it was just me and my professor, um, I, which sounds weird, but if you, well, it might've been weird, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> just feel it out. <laughs> I think you can be friends with your professors. But, um, and so one night, um, like I get a call around 11 o'clock and it's Vince. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's 11 o'clock. Maybe it's an emergency, I don't know. I was set boundaries, guys. But it's like 11 o'clock and I decide to answer and he's like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Hannah, you're one of my best friends. And I'm like, okay, you are clearly not in like a uh, like tip top shape of mind right now. <laughs> like, okay, you are clearly like intoxicated. Somehow, I didn't ask him any questions. Um, I, I called my boyfriend at the time, which is my husband now. I called him and I was like, hey, he's calling me. Like, do you care if I give him a ride home? He's like, go for it. And so I'm like, I like pick him up at the bar. <laughs> and again, you can have your own opinions on this. That is fine. But um, 
like, like I get him into the car, and I'm like, all right, where to? And he goes, we need to go to Dirty's. I'm like, I'm not taking you to Dirty's. Like, where's your house? <laughs> and he's like, like, and he's telling me, like, all these bars. And I'm like, you need to go home. Like, you have, like, three flights of stairs to climb up, dude. Like, you're not safe right now. Like, and so, like, and, he, and he's, like, I'm, I'm trying my best to help him and, like, to guide him to go home. Um, like, he's, he's talking nonstop, he got the mouth of a sailor, and then he starts talking about religion. <laughs> what you don't know about Vince is that he is a very proud atheist, like, very proud, like, openly making fun of me in class for, oh, the Christian girl, and I'm like, you're not wrong, I'm not going to get upset about that, like, sure am, okay, but, like, never had arguments in class, like, you know, it was, it was in good fun for him, but I'm like, like, okay, I can handle it, whatever. Like, at least he knows that I'm a Christian, right? And so he's, like, cussing all, like, up and down everywhere. And he said, um, and he says, Hannah, I know you don't like it when, when I cuss. I can't say it around you, and I can't make bad jo- jokes around you. Like, I'm so sorry. And I could have said a lot of things. I wasn't really thinking. I think it was the spirit. But I said, I said Vince, I don't expect you to follow the rules of my religion when you don't believe the same thing as I do. I said, but I do appreciate it, just don't say God's name in vain. So that was, I, other things could have been said, but that's what I said. And then from that moment on, though, there was a shift in our relationship. Like, Vince and I were able to have more conversations about faith afterwards. And he tells me, Hannah, you're not like the other church people I know and I've grown up with. He said, you've got a good heart and you have respect. Emotion is coming from, I'm a crier anyways, if you're new, I'm amazed that it took this long for me to cry in a sermon, but, um, <clears throat> like, that was really the first time that it hit me, that, like, I think the church has a lot of work to do in gentleness. Like, people really don't expect us to be the ones that are gentle. I have a problem with that, and you should too. They're expecting to be called terrible names, to be berated, to be insulted because of differences, and differences that matter, okay, that's fair. And does gentleness mean that we compromise our values? No. Heck no. (laughs) Don't compromise your values, don't compromise your, your religion, don't compromise your faith for the sake of gentleness. But we do want to be a people that are welcoming, we are wanting to reflect Jesus, and if we are wanting to reflect Jesus, we also have to have a yoke that is easy and a burden that is light, and we're going to figure out what that means later, and I want to dispel some assumptions here, and again, if I cry, just like deal with it, I guess. I, I can't not cry, but um, there's your gentleness for you, <laughs> um, but like you, you can be bold, and you can be gentle, you can share hard truths, and you can be gentle. You can have an opinion, and you can be gentle. You can be bold and gentle. You can share hard truths and be gentle. You can have an opinion and be gentle. But let's flip that around. You cannot be gentle while also needing to be right all the time. And this is where it really gets hard for me personally. Like, as, as I was, like, preparing this, I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> it's like, you, you, can't, you can't be gentle and need to be right all the time. 
Like, you can't be gentle and impatient. You can't be gentle and stubborn. And okay, if you want to be technical, like, technically, Hannah, you can. Okay, sure, you can, but that's not going to last long, and it's going to be really hard. You're going to get in your own way of being gentle. And I, I want to know what are the things in your life that don't really coincide with being gentle. Don't say them out loud. You can say them in your connection groups, but just think about that. And um, just an example, like, like those things, like I can't shut a person down as soon as I disagree with them. I see that a lot in my family, like, like me towards my family, like I am so not gentle. <laughs> Um, I can't judge another person's entire character based off what their social media portrays. And that's a good reminder for anyone who is on social media. Like, that is such a snippet of a person. Don't be hard on them. And that snippet may or may not be accurate. I don't know. I'm not the one posting. But that is, like, part of the reason why I completely ditched it. Like, like I, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Like I was become, I was becoming such like a mean spirited person because I'm like, I can't believe like they think this, this, and that. And it's like, okay, Hannah, like what's your standard? Okay. <laughs> and so I, I just got rid of it completely, and I've, and I've learned that like, I actually thrive more on an individual conversation face to face. Like you get that inflection in a person's voice, you get like more than like however many like sentences you can put on like an Instagram post or like more than 10 seconds on like someone's story, like I see more of a person because it's a person, right? It's not just a, a fragment of a, per of a person. Like I want to know you. I want to know you and I want to love you. Just to go further, um, like you can be gentle, but you cannot compromise what, what God tells us is true. You can be gentle and correct a brother or sister for their benefit. You can be gentle and really have like a righteous anger about like abuse, racism, and trauma. Like you can be angry, you can be upset about these things, but I have to warn you, don't lose that gentleness because if you don't have it, like it's going to cost something. It's going to cost something. And so... As like a recovering mean person, <laughs> I do want to tell you like this. <laughs> you know, ah, it makes sense. I don't know. This this was hard. I'm still a little mean sometimes. I do my best, but again, like I want to tell you that like this is possible. Like, don't just be like, well, I'm not that gentle of a person. Be on your way. No, like we are very clearly called to this. Like even in this Galatians passage, passage that I've been going through for eight weeks, like, we are called to these things. Like, therefore, put on these things. And if we want to be a people of gentleness and have, like, that quiet strength, that meekness, like, we have to look to the best example we've got. Like, look to Jesus, the one who loves passionately yet gently, who is humble in heart and doesn't compromise truth. And so... Go to the next thing. Uh, I hope it worked. Yeah! Does anyone know what this is? It's a yoke. It is kind of a horse thing. <laughs> it's a yoke. So Y-O-K-E. This is a yoke. So what would happen is like those two like U's, like there's like heads in them, like ox heads or 
Like, mule head, I don't know the difference between a mule and a don- donkey. I don't need to know right now. Please don't tell me. But <laughs> again, there's that gentleness. <laughs> but like you have like these heads and, and they're, they're stuck together. Like, like they can't get out of that. This is used for like farming, like plowing. I'm sure other stuff that I didn't research about. Um, but what the deal is, like, like that's, a, that's a hard, tough thing, right? And so whenever you are yoked with something else, like, like you're going at the same speed. You're going at the same effort. You either have to be really patient or just get used to the other thing. Um, like, that's what a yoke is. And so what Jesus says in Matthew eleven twenty nine 29, um, says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And this is where it gets hard, too. Like, Guys, if you're tired, I know it's October, which just means, like, you're all exhausted. Like, I get it. But, like, if, if you're tired, you might be yoked to something that is really tough and hard, and you either can't keep up or you're pulling too hard. It's one or the other. If it isn't easy, you are, you are behind or you are ahead. And we want to be yoked to something good. We want to be yoked to something that is for us, something that is light, and something that is easy and restful. And, and another thing, like, I, I can't stress this enough. Like, in, in the podcast that we do here, um, one of the questions, I don't remember which session it was, but um, I think it was this last one. Like, yeah, Andrew and I were talking to Ben, and... And, like, I, I talked about, like, my college career a little bit. And, like, hands down, without a doubt, easily answered. Like, my biggest regret from college, if not, like, actually in life, and I know that's an intense statement, but it's true. Like, I had the world served to me <laughs> on a silver platter every single day whenever I went to school. I sat next to them. I gave them high fives, <laughs> like, as I walked to my seat. Like, I complimented them, like, on their shoes or their shirt. Like, I did all, like, I, I was a nice person, but I, I couldn't tell you if, if I shared Jesus with anyone. I don't think it was until my last month of my senior semester that I invited people to church. And I went to school for a long time. <laughs> like, it was not four years. <laughs> like, like, man, what, what a ridiculous waste of time. And, like, that, I'm like, I'm still processing that, like, man, what a waste. And so, gentleness might be hard, like, I know, like, and, and I, again, I, I can only speak from, like, a female perspective, but, like, I'm a strong personality, in case you guys haven't noticed, but, like, I have been told, like, Hannah, you're really too much. Like, you're, you're too much. Like, your opinions are pretty strong. And I really don't know if I'm too much or if it's that I didn't have gentleness at that time. Or if you're a guy, like, I've had people tell my husband, like, come on, man up. Like, no, my husband is very gentle and very strong. Uh, he's man enough. <laughs> like, like, what, like, what are these misconceptions about, like, what gentleness looks like for everyone? It's like... You know, for a really long time, like, I didn't think that I was, like, a good enough female Christian because I wasn't, like, 
tender and soft-spoken. And like, if you are those things, like, thank you, because I need people like you. But you can be gentle and have a lot of other personality traits. Like, I, I just want you to know that gentleness can look like a lot of things. And I really want you to talk about that in, in your connection groups for sure. Um, like, like, what does gentleness look like for you? And how is that practical? And so, like, coming from this, like, we want, like, we, we want, we want to take this information here, right? Like, we want to learn it, we want to figure it out, want to figure it out with each other, like, in your connection groups, but then what? Like, you guys are going to be going to classes again and again and again, right? Should be. Go to your classes. But, um, like, please don't waste this. Please don't waste this. I really think that gentleness like, like I, I personally have seen the most fruit from this, like, in my life, whenever I really have started to be more gentle with people, but I also don't have a problem, like, saying, like, hey, like, sister, I've, I've been seeing this, and, like, I think we can do better, because God sees you as better than this, but I've, I've seen more fruit from this, you know, that story with Vince, like, that isn't the only time that that's happened. I've been people, I've, I've met people that are surprised that I am a nice Christian. Like, you guys really are in the thick of it. Like, that's your mission field, and I think gentleness can really go a long way. I really do. And so I want you to, like, really, really think, dream, like, how do you think that gentleness can like transform you and then once you've been transformed and are continuing to be transformed like how is that going to change campus because I know it will how is that going to change the lives of your friends how is that going to change the lives of your professors <laughs> and hopefully they're not calling you at 11 p.m. being like please help but I don't know you can do whatever you want be safe but um like you know, like, like, like how, how could this change the world, truly? Like, like, don't just stop at your classes. Like, don't just stop in your families. Like, like I, I, I really think that this can carry to something really big and something really wonderful. So how can we point others to Christ through our spirit of gentleness? That's the big question here. So now uh, you guys are going to head into your connection groups. Um, and, and I want to say the questions here first, uh, just so you can, like, be thinking about them, like, on your own. Like, if, if you need some time to, pro like, I'm, I'm like a slow processor, and I'm an internal processor, and a verbal processor. It just takes a lot of steps for me to think on things. Uh, guys, I'm not even 30 yet. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so the questions are, think of someone in your life that is gentle. Think of someone in your life that is gentle. What are their names? What are their characteristics? Like, like, why would you consider them to be gentle? What are some misconceptions you might have had about gentleness up until this point? Like, what misconceptions about gentleness? And are you encouraged to become gentle? Why or why not? And your leaders are going to have these, so. See, the note takers are like writing furiously. <laughs> are you encouraged to become gentle? Why or why not? 
And so that's what we have for you guys tonight. Um, thank you for being patient with my emotions and as I still learn this. But um, I know you guys can do it. You guys are smart. You're good. 